especially companies like Airbus, Boeing, who are you know aircraft manufacturers, they own the data, and there are certain kinds of data which nobody else in the world owns. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to Notes of Design. To help support our mission spread knowledge, we have a very special guest on today's episode. Let's welcome Nancy Kumar, a design practitioner with a decade of experience in user experience and design strategy. Currently, she is working as a strategic design manager at Airbus and previously worked with Boeing, Honeywell Airspace, Samsung and Tata Alexis. In this episode, Nancy had shared great insights on design in aviation. We had discussed on what is the process of designing for aircraft and how are design decisions taken in these complex systems. And we also spoke on how is data from aircraft used to generate design strategies and how usability and user experience is tested out in such complex systems like cockpit dashboards, pilot piece of equipment and other equipments used in the aircraft. In the end, we discussed on how to identify key insights and opportunity areas to prepare a design strategy. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and on every Friday we release new episodes with different creative leaders from around the world to help you better understand different concepts related to design. So don't forget to tune in into Notes of Design every Friday. With that being said, happy designing everyone. Hi Nancy, welcome to Notes of Design. It's a pleasure hosting you today on our show. Thank you, thank you. I think you're doing a great job here and it's my pleasure to be here on your show. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, Nancy. So how was your day? Day, it's begun, I would say. And yeah, it's the way it is going on with being at home and, you know, working from home. So that's how life has been. But yeah, going on good. Thank you, Nancy. So if you could give a brief about yourself to our audience out there. Uh-huh. Okay. So, okay. I am Nancy Kumar and I'm working as a strategic designer with Airbus currently. And I would say I've been associated with the design industry or working as a UX professional in design industry for almost more than nine years. And uh, yeah, and I've got some formal education on design from NID and uh, Thomas Academy. So that's about myself overall. That's wonderful, Nancy. So what was your journey into design and how did you start? What are your tips to the beginners on how to start? Okay. So again, the journey, I guess for most of the design aspirants, especially in India is very interesting. So I can maybe talk about myself. Uh, so I wanted to pursue my career in design. This was back in 2007 and I was not uh, very sure on, you know, what to do in design because the only major perception in India about design was associated to fashion industry, you know, but there's a, there was nothing more that people knew about it. And especially people coming from two-tier cities, it was not a, a well-known thing. But then gradually I got to know about NIFT, NID, and then, you know, my interest area, I was mainly interested on what NID was offering as disciplines. And that's when I started preparing for the course. And uh, fortunately, I was lucky enough to crack the exam and I you know, started my, I would say, a formal education or graduation with NID doing product design. So that's about the graduation. And um, I worked for a few years after my graduation. Uh, I was working with Samsung R&D. I worked with Honeywell Aerospace. That was the first time I was working with an aviation company. And then I thought, okay, maybe we need to explore more around what design of, you know, has to offer in the world. And I wanted to explore this uh, design education. And I was interested in interaction design. I did my post-graduation with Domus Academy in Italy. 
and uh, yeah that's about the journey and tips for i would say for the beginners would be because at this age we are in 2021 design is sort of a mainstream uh, career now a lot of people know about it and one more thing is because you know a lot of people want to do design because it's in the market so please don't go what's uh, what's in the market because this discipline is a very redundant discipline today uh, it is uh, you know it's in demand people really want to you know pursue their career with it but tomorrow it might not be so look Look into your passion. Look what really interests you, and then choose the discipline. And of course, market and the demand that that goes on with what you do. So yeah, that's wonderful, Nancy. Thank you so much. So you've been in this aviation field for quite a while. So let's talk about design in aviation. So what is the process of designing for aircraft, and how are the design decisions taken for these complex systems? So uh, talking about uh, design in aviation or designing an aircraft, I would like to maybe begin with talking about what are the different aspects of design so one is designing a physical aircraft in itself other is designing the services around the aircrafts and the stakeholders involved in managing those uh, you know managing the aircraft and the system around it so i would say i'm mainly involved in the digital services or the services provided around this uh, aircraft so if you if you you must be aware we have airports we have uh, aircraft managed by you know flying by pilots there are multiple stakeholders involved in this system and uh, the stakeholders again as a domain it's a quite a complicated domain same as how complicated the aircraft is within itself yeah as in it's it's more of a system level design i would say and yeah and to manage an aircraft from the birth till the death of an aircraft that is what the design like that is where i am currently working today that's what i could say about uh, the designing of an aircraft but yeah talking more about decision for complex system you know uh, again the in, uh, the complexity of an interface of a cockpit or uh, managing and to and life cycle of an aircraft again the the interface is complicated here the system is complicated here and that is what we want to manage and the decision is highly dependent on whom are you really designing it for you know in the design thinking process we mainly talk about catering to particular persona so in this in aviation industry when you cater to one persona you have to think of 10 other personas around because that particular users or that particular persona's decision making depends on each other because it's a contributing or a collaborative uh, system kind of a thing so i would say it's um, you need to look at the end to end journey of the of the persona the stakeholders and then design and it's again it's a highly business driven um, field so the design needs to be justifiable so how is the data from aircraft used to generate these design strategies that's a very interesting question and uh, so yeah one thing i would like to share here data is everything here as in you know especially when you talk about the aviation industry and especially the way it is evolving day by day and the kind of services that we are giving and especially companies like airbus boeing who are you know aircraft manufacturers they own the data and there are certain kinds of data which nobody else in the world owns because you know they are the owner of the aircraft manufacturer of the aircraft and then comes the opportunity for these companies to give services around these data so uh, I, i can say um, mostly it starts with looking at the opportunities so as a company as a com- uh, manufacturer 
aircraft manufacturer uh, i have some set of data but then how do i use it that is where i have to look for the opportunities and then we look at the customers or we look at the personas that we really want to work on or want to you know try their uh, uh, sorry solve their problem statements or something around it so that is where i say data plays a very big role without data and giving a services around it it would be something really challenging in today's world thank you nancy so how are the usability and user experience tested out in these complex systems like cockpit dashboards and other pilot piece of equipments what kind of usability techniques are been followed here so again that's a very interesting thing because uh, aviation the cockpit and you know the way pilot is flying the cognitive load of pilot it's it's a very complex environment to you know to work on uh, to give a brief history about it way before we had user experience or way before we had ux design there was something called human factors in the aviation industry and human factors was a sort of i would say a specialized field where the person had a knowledge of human abilities and limitation and based on that knowledge lot of things were designed so you know something uh, very close to the what we talk about ergonomics but yeah this is something little more than that and since then uh, you know the usability aspect has been taken care of the so human factors specialist actually looks into the cognitive part they look into you know uh, the spatial orientation mental workload blah 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 and that is what this has been uh, this has been area that has uh, you know people have been looking into it and user experience is something i would say or the usability part of it as the term you know it has been introduced to people quite recently so i would say it has been their part of aviation industry and the, and how is it done so let me take an example of a pilot so when pilot is flying so there are multiple i would say touch points for him while flying so he has a cockpit with a very 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 complicated interface i would say or very complicated uh, touch points to the multiple tasks that he need to do there could be uh, um, you know things that he wants to there, there are a lot of factors i would uh, talk about pilot in specific uh, when we talk about the usability aspect of it so you know if we look at the pilot they are working in a very complex environment they are dealing with the very complex interfaces or a cockpit i would say the environment they are in so you know they ha- they have to work long hours uh, just sitting in the air, uh, flight operating the cockpit or the aircraft and again there are a lot of things which comes into the consideration looking at the pilot no pilot if i have to you know talk about the usability aspect of it considering pilot as one of the persona you have to look at uh, multiple things like you know what is his uh, psychological impact what is his cognitive load and when we design solution for pilot so again just to give you an example if we have to look at the fuel usage of an aircraft okay so that is one consideration that okay he need to buy the aircraft with optimal optimal fuel usage and how does he keep that in mind every time and you know that is one of the thing that's just one of the things that he has to keep in mind with other 10 aspects so you have to again consider the environment you have to consider the ui so basically if you're designing a digital interface you need to look at the light aspect of it is it too bright outside there in the cockpit or is it too dark outside there at what time do you have to give the prompt to the pilot you know to to fly it more optimal level with the fuel usage at what time so you know at the initial part of uh, when the pilot is flying he might be very busy but at the um, i would say somewhere aircraft uh, when is that at cruise it, that might be the good time where his uh, psychological impact will not be uh, very high so there are a lot of things that needs to be considered so again i would say to begin with you look at the journey you look at the technical aspect of flying and again it depends for user to users but yeah as in the overall this is what it matters <laughs> to look into the usability aspect so nancy how to identify key insights and opportunity areas 
so actually i would say that's uh, one of the key activities that i do as a strategic designer so just to give a brief of what uh, you know i actually do um so uh, as a part of you know in a innovation team of an airbus what we do is we look at the different stakeholders that are involved we look at the stakeholders we look at the different customers who are in you know working closely with airbus and uh, the main thing as a designer what we do is i have to identify the Uh, i would say problem areas of particular persona so it doesn't start with the persona per se it starts with the business area that we are looking into and that business area has different uh, personas and that is where i start digging further lo- looking into you know what do they do and then what's their journey and then what's the problem that they are facing today so that is where i get the problem statement which helps me to derive or come to an opportunity area and i would say that opportunity again it's just the one step towards finding the opportunity area that's not just the end like again in a innovation team it's it's not that as a designer i work alone i have a business focal working with me i have a technical focal working with me that opportunity area is validated based on other three other two aspects which is the business viability part of it and the technical fees visibility of it and that's when we go ahead with identified the opportunities and the insights so i would say research and then talking to the customers and then yeah and we validate so that's how it is thank you so much nancy for all these wonderful insights so could you please share with us how does your typical day look like any interesting stories okay um yeah i can uh, again I, i've already mentioned few of this but yeah let me talk about it so as i mentioned i'm part of a innovation team uh, with airbus and as a strategic designer we look at the whole picture or at a system level from the customer point of view so again you know and we have a very well defined framework which is highly inspired from the design thinking framework that we follow for the innovation and i would say it is partially design driven innovation kind of a method that we do so again it begins with you know Uh, talking to the end users talking to the stakeholders persona identify what they are doing currently understand their scenarios understand their ways of working their journey identify the pain points find out the opportunities talk to the customers yeah due to the pandemic uh, we we are not really able to you know go to on site you know whether so one of the examples i would say um, so there there are few maintenance engineer or there are few engineers who look into tech representative we call so they are the people who are actually working on site inspect the aircraft uh, involves in the maintenance of an aircraft you know that's very interesting aspect and uh, when we have to design for them so just for example if we think of uh, the first solution that comes to everybody's mind is okay make a web based uh, solution for these stakeholders but that might not be the best thing because you know they are barely in front, front of computers or laptop how do we even think of that as in you know you have to think of the real ways of working you know we don't even know if a tablet would also be a perfect way because tablet still has a big real estate and it's it's still something which is heavy to you know handle so a mobile based application or whatever so these are the decision making criteria and it's very important or interesting that way so that's what i'm saying due to the pandemic we i have been not been able to go to them and see them but um, we are having our uh, remote research and remote interviews going on workshops with them to identify all so as i mentioned these are the activities and when i talk about some interesting stories i'll just uh, again it's obviously related to the aviation industry and designing Uh, one of the interesting uh, thing that i came across is so we have been working on one pilot solution so i was working on the pilot solution i had uh, read through you know done all the research around pilot did 
all studying about his journey okay this is the activity that he wants to perform what all things does he need to do did end to end journey starting from he starts from his home getting to the airport sits at the aircraft you know operates the cockpit blah 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 and then again as at previously i had mentioned he has to monitor the fuel usage and before getting on board to aircraft how much amount of fuel is needed it was around this and then later uh, when it was a stage where I, we were validating the concepts or i would say yeah it was more of a concept validation with the customer we realized the same activity is done by some other profile so basically based on the region the same activity can can differ so basically if you are making one solution it might not be the same persona you know the persona can also differ usually what happens same set of persona can perform two different activities but this was a very interesting scenario where one activity was done by two different persona so in the us side it was more of a dispatcher who do that activity but in the europe region it was more of a pilot who does that act so that was a very interesting i would say learning or experience that i had had so yeah thank you nancy for all these wonderful insights so we'll conclude the show by you recommending three favorite books of yours and also people who inspire you the most in this space uh it's it's a little difficult question the second part of it but yeah let me begin with uh, talking about the books maybe i can talk about two important books one that i have been recently uh, i would say uh, reading was managing strategic design so that were uh, that was by that that's by ray holland it it talks about the strategic design part of the design you know how do you manage design how is strategy being performed by design you know a design driven innovation or a design driven organization per se like if you see in the corporate world or if you see in the, any of the organization design is more of a deliverable or it's more of a i would say a framework that that is the level that we have reached but design has not reached at that level where you know a organization a organization is driven by a design so that is where that book is very interesting and i would highly recommend that and the second book i guess it is more for beginners or design aspirants is emotional design i guess a lot of people must have heard about it by it's it's by don norman and it talks about the emotional aspect of design so you know a lot of people they when we talk about user experience we just talk about okay defining or giving an experience to the customer but it is something really more than that okay we as a designer we are designing an experience we are designing a product or service but you know while the user is using that uh, service or product what are the emotional aspect that he is going through and if you are successful you know uh, managing those emotions then i would say the design is really successful what you have designed so yeah these were the two things and coming from the people point of view again because i have been closely working in aviation industry and design is i would say is comparatively not that known field because you know we have had a product design aspect of it but a service system or a digital design is still comparatively very new because it's a legacy thing that has been going on and to change that it takes a lot of time so from people point of view i can just say that you know uh, people have been closely working within within my organizations and you know where i can learn more about the domain and uh, about aviation those are the ones who they really inspired me because people have been working in this industry uh, have been working for more than two decades like literally i've seen people like that so yeah it's, it's really a big thing and yeah good to experience thank you so much nancy for all these wonderful insights so we are looking forward to host you again in our upcoming episodes thanks for your time thank you thank you so much all the best for the great work you're doing it's it's really nice to see all you know inspiring uh, people talking about their experiences sharing their uh, knowledge it's it's really great thank you thank you for in